1: Hello and welcome into missing the point. I am Hollywood Ray with the man, the myth, the legend, my guy DK Sizzle, uh, and our executive producer Craig Alessandro. Yo, how are we doing tonight, man? Awesome, dude. I'm so excited to
0: uh, finally chop it up with you on the pod. I feel like we've been trying to get a Ray and Dave show together for this entirety of the the two man format, and now we're here.
1: Yeah, because I think the last time we did it, we had we had we had a three three guys. So yeah, so it's That's good. Going right. to make That's this right. happen. You know, we're going to get some best. Finally, the Celtics are talk about-able. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> there was a while there where I was just like, "I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it.
1: It's gonna hurt my feelings." Dude, I was with you. You already know. Listen, we 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 were out after that Bulls game. I was. We was like, "Fuck it." But yeah, I would turn on the games, and I would and I would
0: just go through that like prod, that you know that slow death over the course of like the first quarter and second quarter, and like it wasn't even like we were like yeah we were blowing fourth quarter leads, but it wasn't even like. It wasn't even like we ever really looked like winning it the entire time during those like turgid games and we couldn't get any offense going. The shooting was terrible. Sorry. Did I jump the gun? (laughs) Are we starting with the Celtics? It's
1: just hurtful. It's just hurtful. The way they were playing was hurtful. Yeah. Well, no. Well, that's either way. You've done this before. That's a little good segue. So from one thing that's been hurtful to another thing that's been hurtful. So. Uh Brian Flores, man. Um he he, yeah. he served as a coach down in Miami the last three seasons. Uh he recently was relieved of his duties, aka getting fired uh down in Miami after going twenty-five and twenty-four. Um he is now currently suing uh the NFL uh for discrimination in the hiring process. So um, you know, just wanna know your your thoughts, uh Dave. So, you know, what what, what ripple effect do you think this will have um, you know, after all the information comes out? You know.
0: Someone said to me a few days ago, it's like someone was like, oh, Cap 2.0. Somebody made that point. And I was like, nah, I don't know. Feels different. Feels super different. I feel like while they were both sort of, A, they were protesting different things, right? Like they were kind of taking a stand against different things. Um, Cap was taking a stand against like systemic racism in in America as a whole and police brutality, like in general, like specifically. And Flores was saying like, there's hiring practices in the NFL for my job that are definitely skewed white or outright racist. And I think if anybody doesn't think that's the case, I could probably pretty quickly point to their politics on other things, like life-saving vaccines and uh, the Confederate flag and things like that. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you know, at this point, it's it's a joke. You know, of course it's true. Like, why don't you just look at it? And just try, I mean, you know why, because the NFL is made up of a bunch of the owners who are just a bunch of fucking good old boys, basically, that have no intention of addressing things that don't outright benefit them. I don't know if they're racist even as much as just like completely self-interested or maybe they're racist, but either way, yeah, of course he's right. Of course he's correct. Uh, You see it happen all the time. And I, I think this, I think he was smart to be the one to take the stand, to be honest with you, because... I think every sports fan would agree that when we were talking about the coaching landscape and who was available, he was the blue chip stock. He was the guy nobody understood why the Dolphins fired him in the first place, and every team that needed a coach wanted him. I, I really felt that way as far as like as far as fan the fan side of things goes. I would have loved to have him in Chicago. Um, Chicago is a good example. Uh, you know, the guy we hired, we basically hired on the philosophy of bringing in to make the defense a solid unit again and he's gonna bring in an uh you know and he's gonna foster team spirit and he's gonna bring in an offensive coordinator that uh can take care of Justin Fields. You would have gotten that with Flores and to me Flores is already a proven commodity. So I wonder, you know, I wonder why we didn't just go and get him. Um yeah, I mean I you and I have talked about it in the past, like the treatment of certain coaches, like Lovey Smith, for example, in Chicago, I think that sort of got the same rub. Um you know, you, you take a team, uh, 15 and one and bring them to the, bring them through green Bay, uh, and take them to the Super Bowl, and, and through Drew Brees and take them to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, to lose, but like, come on, they didn't give him enough time again after that. And I think, I think cause reasons, you know, like, I just think a, like a Jim Harbaugh or a John Harbaugh would get it, like would have gotten like a couple extra years, you know? And I think we know why. So yeah, he's, I think he's right. Um, but I guess it's it's not what you know; it's what you can prove. So I, I I'm excited to see the progress of his lawsuit. I hope this doesn't mean what it meant for Cap, um, which means no one's going to touch him with a ten foot pole now. Like I don't see why. I don't see why he he can't have a job still. I mean, I kind of do. I guess. I guess I see the
1: conflict of interest. But do you think anyone's going to hire him? Do you think that's going to happen? I mean, I I would hope so. I think now. You know, people are realizing, like, I, I guess if if he was still, if he was speaking about social injustice as well, I think they probably would have shied away from it because you know no no one wants to, sir, you know, deal with that distraction, as I put that in, in air quotes. Um, but they'd be dumb right now not to at least look at him now, especially now that, the, you know, they're under, you know, they're under the fire, they're under the light. So, um, listen, the, the man made to a tug of a low relevance. <laughs> that alone should get you at least three or four years somewhere else. <laughs> Like you know, and I yeah. and I don't I don't mean to make light of it because it's, it's 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 a it's a messed up situation, but it's just like yo, like you know, we, like I we said, we talked about Lebby Smith, we talked about Jim Caldwell, um, you know, Eric Enemy, who's you know been a commodity the last two years, but for whatever reason, hasn't gotten that look. Uh, the Leslie Frazier to the world, like did Hugh Jackson, Josh McDaniels. The second he wants to go and try again, he gets to walk right in. Yeah, yeah. I, after playing Indianapolis, I mean. Listen, I'm I'm happy about that. So I'm happy about him leaving. So that, that's, that's, that's a quicker side. But, um, but yes, he, he gets opportunity after opportunity. People that look like him continue to get opportunity after opportunity. So, um, yeah, I I mean, I, I, I think it'll be a while before he gets another job, unfortunately, but, and that's what happens though, whenever you shake the system and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to shake the system. Um, Although there's going to be folks that agree with them silently because no one's going to say out loud. They firmly agree. Yeah, or like anonymously on in the comments section. Yeah. Oh, it's like call one two five? It's like, yeah. like, come on, like, just say, say it, it's OK.
0: Yeah.
1: Say it with your fucking chest. It's A- fine. exactly we exactly. want to hear it. Yeah, don't look right. Right. Don't be on that bullshit. Just, just say, say yeah. what's on your mind. But yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm surprised, but not surprised that more black um, like players and other coaches have not said much Agreed. behind this. Um act- Actually, annoyed by it. Honestly, like I Man. feel like, you know, if you, you know, NFL is the number one brand. Like it is. So, um, it's not like people are going to firmly stop watching just because you say, hey, we, we we stand with Brian Flores, and yeah. that's all you have to say. And they like you're literally standing with them because you're, you're you're gonna you're gonna go back home. You're gonna you're gonna lay in your king size bed. You know, yeah. You're gonna work out whatever, do your thing. But all you have all you have to write. I stand with Brian Flora. That's all you have to do. And people you know. think, "Oh my gosh, they're they're standing together. They're they're in unity. It's like you know, no one can divide them. It's like that's all that's all you have to do." But to yeah, there's strength like, yeah.
0: in numbers there, and it's and it's difficult to it's it, there's it's difficult to to kind of reason with it from this side because you want them to do the brave thing. There's it's indicative, I think, of. Uh, w- the kind of organization the nfl is to work for behind the scenes because i think the fact that so few people over the years not even just to do with this situation have been so scared to bite the hand that feeds them because i think they do sort of respond a little brutally and i think i think their statement is a great uh is a great example of that because their statement was like their statement is essentially denying the existence of any level of systemic racist hiring practices in their organization which I don't think it's true of any organization of the size and scope of the NFL, you know, uh, never mind one smaller. So I I just feel like if I was in the room, um, just from a PR standpoint, I would have loved something like, Hey, if, if he feels this way, like this would be a great opportunity for us to like, look at it, look at it as a whole. Uh, We'll let an individual team speak for themselves on their hiring practices. But like the NFL is with you. Uh, you know, we're not mad at you for this. Don't don't worry about it. We're just going to take a look at it and, and have conversations about it. But it was very like we we can conf- like I don't know exactly the wording, but it was like we completely refute any allegations of racism. I
1: mean, look, look at what John Elway said. John Elway was like, look, fuck y'all. I'm, I'm not in this. It's not me. You're, you're, right. you're not you're not AKA the Denver's. Right. <laughs> that's, right. That's right, that's right, right. right. The Denver's like he's like, look, I'm not involved in this shit. Don't put, don't do, not put do not do not put my name in this at all. Listen, yeah. we look. Yeah, hey, I can I, hear. I, I don't, I don't know. How, I forgot how John Lewis sounds, but I could just hear him saying like, hey, like you know, no, we we, we gave we gave the guy a fair shake. You know, we did. Promise. We gave we gave the guy yeah. a fair shake. Come on, you know we we looked at him long and hard. Pause. Uh, <laughs> you know, but yeah. we gave him a long look back in 2019. Well, really, did you? Because I mean, yeah. you chose the guy. You chose Vance Joseph over over Brian Flores, really? Yeah, Vance Joseph. Really, like I said, once again, we see what he did in Miami. So we is the coordinator over over in New England. So I mean, you, you say that you gave you know him that that opportunity, and that you you know you uh you know you strongly decided him. But um, as someone who looks like Brian Flores, I cannot tell you how many times I've been told you were strongly considered for a role. No, um, and it's just like it's 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 unbelievable. And even even I'll, I'll keep it to this even. Certain certain positions within the radio field. Um. Oh, you know, you said in for this. We thought about this. Well, guess what? I got my own shit now. Thank you, she, 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 <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to the other four, y'all. We got our own shit now. So yeah. yeah, we're everywhere. But you know, I that I, I I just had to put that out there. But <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I wanted I want to get into uh the the Rooney rule right because that obviously that that rule is tied to minority or it's, it's supposed to be. Uh, you know, came from the owner of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, so um, I feel like I know the instances, but I, I just want I just I'd have to ask you I want to see what your what your, where your stance is. And Craig, if you want to chime in, you can as well. Um, you know, what what amendment or you know does an amendment need to be given? You know, for uh, the Rooney Rule. Yeah, I mean, it it sort of is a rule
0: that has, it's a nice thought, but it's it doesn't actually pay any real um like effect or solution to the issue, it seems, because I mean, are you just like bringing in a carousel of black coaches to meet a minimum and you know you're never going to hire them? Then like, what's the point in the rule? You know, so from that front, I I think I think it's it's difficult because it's sort of an insidious beast because you can just kind of be like, no, we gave it to the best qualified person. And unless you're like sitting down and like comparing the two resumes, as I think is the case in a lot of the people that didn't hire Brian, Brian, Flores, but hired somebody else. You know, it's not a matter of there's two equal candidates and the job goes to the white person, you know, more often than not. It's the fact that in this situation as well, there were two unequal candidates, Brian Flores was just like better. <laughs> so like, I think maybe, I mean, I, you know, this is a tough question and I think it's like, maybe for greater minds than mine and like legal experts to sort of and philosophers to sort of tangle with as far as uh, how to make things more equitable and fair in all workplaces. But, you know, for my two cents, I think, uh, I, I think something in not necessarily punitive, but like instead of a Rooney rule, perhaps like a Rooney survey of like your general hiring practices and perhaps someone that's like very good at being a statistician and like compiling data can say like, well, this is how many times you interviewed, uh, like an equal amount of white and black candidates for roles all through your organization, and this is the amount of time you you hired white people, um, and this is how many instances their resumes were you know virtually identical, and it, maybe we could look at the, and this is just me throwing shit at the wall, but maybe we could look at the solid numbers in different organizations because you know n- uh, you could take a crack at it um, right off the bat. Which ones you would guess? Uh, you know certain organizations in certain cities and certain states, I think would probably fail that sort of grading system if we invented it um to uh, and maybe we just just scarlet letter them with it you know uh and not necessarily put anything punitive behind it, but just be like, yeah, we've labeled you as like a more racist organization um because of your your hiring practices, and like you're not doing great, but it's like a health score, you know you can like work on it and uh and you can bring it up, and it's not necessarily the way to get the score up isn't necessarily just like hire more black people or hire more Hispanic people or hire more Asian people. It's uh, it's like how you, how you enter into the idea of hiring and confronting the, the matter of race and inherent bias and how much you consider it and take it upon yourselves to be aware of it. And eventually I think if everyone's doing that, cause it is sort of us, a a personal responsibility thing on behalf of these companies and people that run them, the more you do that, um, the, the more even the playing field is going to be, I think, uh, which is, I think the main goal, you know, everybody just getting the same shot as everybody else. And I think a lot of people on the other, on the other side of this argument would cry out racism if you just like hired more black people. So I wonder if there's a way to, Uh, to just to think about it more three-dimensionally, especially in the NFL, where so many people that are involved in the sport are people of color and they retire. And like, you know, you want to keep them around the sport. Like that's a way to do it. You know what I mean? And it's just like, and how you treat your former players and how you treat your former white players. And and like, who's an ambassador for your team? And like all these different things, you could take these into effect. Now I'm not going to do it. I I have neither the time um, nor the expertise, but I think if somebody smart would do that, um, and that you know story of my life, I think if somebody smart would do that, that would be a great idea. But I, I think that's the only way to do it. You have to shift the paradigm a little bit to make people um, responsible for it themselves. I don't think you can, uh, you know, and everybody, every person in these roles sort of thinking like, who am I doing that? Because I think a lot of people do do that, right? Like they try to check their bias at the door or check their prejudices at the door. But, you know, sometimes it comes into play in your brain. You go like, oh, I think I'm doing that thing. And like, if you're at least thinking about it um, and being aware of it, then maybe you can actually make a change in that situation. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm happy to have athletes come out and talk their politics and and people involved in these organizations come out and talk their politics. I don't need them to shut up and dribble. Funny, uh, all the shut up and dribble guys, though, markedly silent on Aaron Rodgers because he happens to share their politics. So I guess if you're only comfortable with the conversation when your side is like getting to say something, then you might be a little bit worried about what the answer is on the other side. So, yep. You know, I, I just think that's kind of an extension of what the NFL is doing in this situation. I just think they're sort of being like, we're not talking about it because we don't think it's a thing. And it's like talking about it's the only way to fix it. Dummies. <laughs> it's not, it's just going to stay around.
1: You know, I, I don't get it. Right. I mean, listen, I, I don't, there's not much I need to add to that. Like that, that was, Everything is beautifully said. What you just said, the, how I'm going to end that, and then I, I'll ask the next question. One out of thirty-two <laughs> is a problem. <laughs> like that. Like there's no, there's no, there's no other way. Right there, that grading system
0: is is no more complicated than that. Yeah.
1: And the teachers, I said that's less than five percent. Like that, it, it's it's a joke. So
0: not great. It's not great, and, and especially like I said, considering the amount of people in and around the sport at the athletic level are people of color, specifically African Americans. That you know they they make up a, a large majority of the playing staff, but not a large ma- a majority of the coaching staffs and front offices. And I mean, that's just, it's just says it all right there. And like, if you read John Gruden's fucking emails, <laughs> it's, it's like maybe some people think some there shit.
1: We go. There, maybe some people where's think the some meter? dark the shit. Meter Who knows? Where's the, where's, know? where's the, where's the meter? Which... <laughs> like, I gotta say, I knew say, it was coming at some point. <laughs> I gotta say,
0: okay. I, I knew I'm he was a, you,
1: I knew a buffoon. Happy, happy.
0: <laughs> I knew he was a buffoon. It's my all-time greatest take. It couldn't have ended more spectacularly. Uh, I, feel, I feel you. Unless he walked out into the middle of that giant stadium in Las Vegas and just poured gasoline on himself and just lit himself on fire. I don't see any way it could have ended better for me. Um, not so great <laughs> for the people he was talking about, the racist piece of shit, but like, whatever. Um, at least he got fired. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah no yeah yeah that's <laughs> yeah, right exactly but yeah, and I like this last thing I want to get on this before we we move on but um I think Hugh Jackson said it on the face first uh, podcast with uh, Ryan Clark um I believe he talked about getting paid a hundred thousand for each loss um and I I'll I'll get into that first before I I, I throw it back to you it's, it's like what what <laughs> like i now listen to make light of it. If you was giving me a hundred thousand, we lost. I'd have been a hundred. I'd have been one point six million dollars richer. Yeah, one point seven now. One point seven now. <laughs> one point seven now. You're right. So, I'd have been. i I'd, I'd, I'd have been
0: paid. Even baby. more incentive.
1: Like,
0: You'd be like, add games, add games to the season. <laughs> I'm I'm, right. I'm pro adding games to the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I need my money upfront.
1: Feel me. So that, I'll, I'll go to looking.
0: Detroit and lose. It's like the easiest thing you could ever do. It's easier than walking and chewing gum at the same time. <laughs> right. Exactly. So
1: I, I, I totally would have would have done that. Um, But, you know, and but in, in the same breath, knowing knowing that black coaches don't get the same amount of chances, it's damn near criminal to have them, you know, be basically sacrificial lambs for whatever season. Yeah, you're buying them out cheap, basically. Right. Yeah. You're buying them out cheap because look at their record. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. So now. So, I mean, granted, like I said, we, we talked about Jim McCaw a few shows ago. The man went 97 for a few years in a row, and, and still got let go. So you can only imagine if someone's going one and 15, you know, two and 14, three and 13, and thinking they're going to get a, uh, an, an actual chance. You know, like I said Marvin Lewis and Mike Tomlin, the only two guys I know that have got that's been around for a decade plus, and, and, and still had a, a fair shake. You know what I'm saying? So not Archelle. You know, uh, obviously not Hugh Jackson. Like it, it, it was terrible.
0: Mike Tomlin is seemingly at the right uh, organization for that. Like, you know, I think if I was going to, and I know I I do big up the Steelers in a lot of ways, but I do think the ownership's like a little bit, um, like if if we did my magic grading system, I think they'd be doing pretty well in the, in the like hiring practices and like general sort of treatment of the situation. And I, they just, they seem like good dudes, (laughs) like in general um, and and ladies. But uh, I, I think, in the media, you can still see what happens to Mike Tomlin, you know? So yeah. I don't know if he gets as much credit as like for his successes as like a, a coach that what didn't look like Mike Tomlin would get. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, there's, there's a kind of, there's two sides. To, I mean, I've, I'm critical of them, you know, a lot of the time. And it's like, I wonder, you know, I wonder if that's my internal bias just like being, being more critical of them than I would like a Bill Belichick, you know? I mean, I know they're not on the same level of coaching, but it's like, I, do, yeah. I just do see him get put through a different lens sometimes, and like clearly that power struggle with Flores, like, and everything that went went on down there, like clearly that played a part in that too, right? Don't you think? Oh yeah, for 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 sure. Like him getting fired in the first place.
1: Yeah, no, for, for, for sure. Um, it, it's just, it's just super un- unfortunate, and I can't believe we got this far. and I'm like, it just like everything is coming back to me at once. Um, that that damn text message. Yeah. What 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 are we doing, man?
0: I like, think it's just an old guy, not we're being able to work a phone, don't you?
1: No, I. Is he? You know, he's been a, I, and I and I get it. Like, it's it's the cool thing to say. Oh, like he, he doesn't know about Snapchat. No, like you you you've, you've got to know. Um, yeah, yeah, you have got to think, Brian's like that. That's wild to me. You're giving your NFL coaches those like shitty Microsoft tablets.
0: Uh, you know, you might have got like a branch.
1: then <laughs> one last year. Um, but listen, don't 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 tell me that he doesn't. He didn't know. What what was going on? Like I, I I just I can't get with that. Well, what do you think his intentions were? What do you think his intentions
0: were by intentionally like letting the cat out of the bag like that? I I don't
1: I, I don't know. I wish I knew, and I said like, we'll never know because he's, he's not going to say a, a, anything. But I just think to me like you just cannot make that type of mistake. And once again, what what resonates once again because I look like Brian Flores. It's like yo that that thanks Bill, like that that shit hit different because once again I I've been there. Where you know not to that extent where it's like you know, you think you're thinking to get a job and it doesn't happen like that, but it's like you know you're thinking someone's in your corner going to do you know going to help you out in some capacity, and then it's like oh it was kind of like a matter of fact like oh well you know uh, I, yeah I, I messed that one up. Yeah, my my life was on a fucking line, bro. Like, like this this is not it's, not it's not it's not a game. So um I don't know I just think for someone who's so diligent. <laughs> And, and and tries to make sure that he's always on top of everything. That that was super careless. So I, I I don't care that he's about to be seventy years old, and you know hasn't maybe doesn't know if I I could, I could careless about that. Don't um, tell me that he, he didn't he didn't know. Um, and also, again, it, it could have been an honest mistake. I just like I said at this moment, I I just don't buy that. I hope that he comes out in a press conference and, and, talk, and talks about that.
0: Yeah, well, you know, he's very giving in those situations. So.
1: I mean, boy, it's out there. So it's not like it's already out there. So it's not like Brian Floyd's going to keep coming. So it's not a matter of well, let's just kind of sh- sweep it under the rug. I know the Giants said what Mr. Bell said doesn't speak for us. Um, I mean, but y'all just wanted him a few years ago to come coach y'all. So let's let's not. Uh, <laughs> is he just is he just going to get pounded with this all season? Anything if he doesn't answer? Correctly? Maybe maybe in the off season because still, but it, by the time we get to to you know to July. You well know, you know, how 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 do you see the progression of Mike Jones a year too? Like, what do you, what are some things you're looking for early on in the show? Like, that's that's the question is going to be. Like, you know, um, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see if someone has the to. Go, I mean, if somebody had the guts to ask him about his, his New Year's re- resolutions, they damn sure better ask about this because this is way more fucking important than you know what are you what are you doing? Are you going to lose ten pounds? Or are you going to keep? Are you going to have Nike keep making the picks? Like, who knows? Maybe Nike sent the text. Maybe Nike said. Hey, 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 Brian, uh, you know, maybe you're not getting a job. Maybe, maybe maybe it was Nike. Maybe it was the fucking dog. Maybe that's what it was. OK, maybe that. There you go. That's my conclusion. You asked me a question. Maybe it was Nike. <laughs> Nike sent a text saying, hey, hey, Brian, uh, you know, I, I, I messed that up or whatever. So, yeah, we're living real life family guy. That That's what's going on. So maybe maybe that's what it was. So, yeah, there oh, you go. We, we, we saw we solved the case here <laughs> on, on Missing the Point. DK, Hollywood, we, we solved it. it. It was Nike that that's that's what happened there so any any last words on this before we get into to talk to uh to Tom Brady
0: no I I hope I hope we haven't heard the end of Brian Flores is all I think uh I think he's a good coach and I thought it was great what he did with the Dolphins this season I thought it was a huge turnaround and a turnaround like that is is right away I'm gonna give the credit to the coaching when something like that happens Mm -hmm. um and it was pretty clear that it was him uh and his staff doing that and I'm not sure what went down to get him fired, but I hope he gets a job and I hope that um, he doesn't stop talking about it because he's not
1: wrong. Yep. Facts. Agreed. So, yeah. So, all right. So, well, you know, just 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 a small, uh, small story happened up here. Uh, you know, I'm a great not playing here anymore, but, you know, Tom Brady, who played here for a million years. Were you mad about the statement? Were you mad? Tell me. We are gonna, gonna, gonna Get into it. Um. <laughs> I. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily. Yeah. We. can say that. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily. I wasn't. I wasn't mad about it. I thought it was actually pretty funny. Um. That he went through. That people were so enraged about that. It's like yo. Like. And great. I was. I was. And I wasn't a part of the the team that was like. Well. He. He said something two years ago. It's like yo. The man plays for Tampa Bay right now. He yeah. plays. So it's just like yo. That listen. He's. He's. They, he. Uh. I think a day later or two it came out that he was gonna do the um. Sign signed a one day contract. He'll probably have a long ass press conference to talk about that stuff then. Like it's 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 cool. Um, but yeah, he he clearly has ill feelings or ill will towards you know Bill and some others in the organization. And hey, it it, it is what it is. And right now, Bill, Bill ain't looking too good. So I'm just like, honestly, anything that puts Bill in the negative light right now, fuck him. That, that that's where I'm at right now. That that, that I, I I had moments like that throughout the season where I was like, I was out on him. Wait, I'm
0: sorry, hold on a second, hold on a second. You're saying you're out on Bill Belichick?
1: I would say I had moments during the season when I was out. There. Like when they were two and four, I was like I was ready to to move on at two and four. That's 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 drastic. <laughs> oh, that's that, that's that's how that's how that's how that's how that's how matter was though. Because I was like you spent all this, you spent almost two hundred million dollars in, in the season, and, and you I'm like you losing games that you should win. Like I was I was pissed. Um, but obviously today the ended up turning around and made the playoffs. But yeah, it, it was it was it was it was awful. Um, Early on, in, in, in my opinion, and you know, it raised ugly head at the wrong time once again. But you know that that's the whole nother, uh show of the day. But yeah. yeah, but no, like I said, I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad about the post. Like I said, I I, I was more mad that someone didn't give him his opportunity to go out the way he wanted to. Because um, clearly, that someone in his circle said something to Schefter or whoever, you know, reported that. I thought that was pretty whack. Um yeah, I feel like if you're Schefter, you got to
0: confirm it with him, right?
1: Right. Of course. Of course.
0: Right. What, what are you doing, bro?
1: But it, but that's that's the news cycle nowadays. Like no one no one wants to be no one cares about being right and accurate. Everyone wants. I mean, no, not not right, not accurate. Everyone wants to be right. So no one no one cares about the accuracy of the story.
0: And everybody wants to be first. I think right. like, right, like Schefter, exactly. you know, Schefter got scooped a couple of times. I feel like there was a period where he like. He just he was the first to everything like all the time, um, and I feel like yep. he got scooped a couple of times. And now he's jumped the gun a couple of times.
1: That's yeah, that was, that was him, bad. And, him and Rappaport. Those those are the two guys that get yeah. you know they they get all the um, you know, and I think you know it was Jason locker for a while too. Like he had his moment. Yeah. So and I I get it right. So you know you wanted to put out that, that that's a huge story. Um, yeah, I didn't think he was going to leave. You know, uh, like I said, we 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 literally just talked about it on last week's show. You know, we yeah. I thought that he was going to come back. And thanks, Tom. Way to date the content right away. Yeah, no, it's hey, shit, it 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 is what it is. It, it makes it, you know, it, uh, it it was cool. You know, it, it became a nice video on, on our TikTok page. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so that 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 was cool. But, um, you know, but I'm like, I, I'll ask you, because obviously, you know, you're one of the two non-New England fans on the show, so. Um, now that his career is said and done, Another twenty-two seasons, you know, where where does he rank for you all the time? Uh, yeah, he's clearly the greatest quarterback of all time. Maybe he's probably the best football player of all
0: time. It's not close. <laughs> it's like no longer close. Um, he was still nasty, is the thing. And like, I think I per- I know he said like he was gonna go until he sucked. Um, and he just like really didn't suck at all. Like he just but- he didn't even drop off like one percent of one percent like i think he was better i think there was the parts of his game that were better from then from when he was 34 you know um and like i just i think it's way more badass to go out on top like that to basically still be if you're starting a season tomorrow and you have your choice of quarterbacks to still basically be everybody's number one choice um especially with how this the playoffs went crazy yeah at 40 at 44 years old and uh, yeah, because it's just like it's yeah, it's it's skill and it's the way that he can put together a team and it's the way that his guys play for him, but it's also, um, it's also he knows how to win. You know, he's just a guy who really knows how to win. And like I know one of your questions was to so just tie into this. I know one of your questions was, are we judging Pat Mahomes too harshly because he, you know he, he crashed out of this uh, another title game? But like he's obviously playing at a very high level and he can he's still very young. Um, I think we're judging them in the Brady era, like the post Brady era. I th- I think that it's pretty clear that uh the big question on everybody's minds is is anybody gonna be able to be that good ever again? Is that is that now the yard how long is this gonna be the yardstick for? And I think there was voices yep, yep, kind of yep, saying Yeah, I, I agree, but I think there was voices kind of yep. saying, I don't know, man. Pat Mahomes in today's NFL, like the way that you know the game favorites quarterbacks, and like the way that you can make these plays as as a Pat Mahomes type, because he can move and he can throw. Um, and the team he has around him, like maybe, but you know, I, it, it's it's an unfair standard, but it is sort of the standard now. Unfortunately, like that is that is the 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 measuring stick that everyone should use to test themselves against. It's it's Brady or bust for all time greats now. You know what I mean, like. Uh, who gives a shit about the conversation of, oh, well, who's like the best of the rest? You know what I mean? Like, who's the best? It's like, who cares? It's, we know who the best guy is, you know, that's, that's who's to beat. And if you're, if you really want to achieve greatness um, in sports, that's who you should be setting yourself against. You know, that's, yep. that's the standard you should be looking at. Like, if, and if anybody's sitting there going like, well, that's just not possible. well, Get the fuck out of here then. You're obviously never going to do it. I bet somebody does get eight one day. I really do. I bet we see it in our lifetime. But um, it was cool to watch. It was cool to watch as a little kid. You know, from the first, from the 2001 Super Bowl, I was so young, you know. I I was like 11 years old and he just retired. And I'm I'm 31. (laughs) And almost 32. And it's just like, you know, I, some days I woke up mad at him because he like just fucking just, just destroyed the bears. Um, By the time the Falcons comeback happened, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's the goat. It's not close. That was pretty much it for me. So anything else after that was cream cheese. Yeah, <laughs> of course he's the fucking goat. I mean,
1: but that but that so I want to I want to add on to what you just said right there. Right. So you said it took you to the Atlanta game to realize that, right?
0: Yeah, that's what, game. that game.
1: Right, but that's so which is fair, right? But that that's what pissed me off about those that were crowning Mahomes after the Chiefs after this after the 49ers Super Bowl. It's like, wait a minute, like y'all didn't y'all didn't think Brady was the guy really until he beat Seattle. Forget about Atlanta. When when they tied when they when they beat Seattle in twenty fifteen, you know, as like, so we just passed the anniversary of that. Um, like that's that's what people said, oh well, damn, he tied Montana. Like this this guy, like, wait a minute, like <laughs> like well, Montana was the yardstick, right? Montana oh, right, was the right. yardstick. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it took him 14, 13 years to get yeah. there, and you're telling me a guy of three fucking years surpassed that? Come on! Once again, yeah. is he on his way? Sure, you can say that. Yeah.
0: It's because he's electric. It's because he's fucking electric. You know, like everyone just got excited.
1: You, but you, you can't, you can't get up and I, I and I, 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 the best way I can say it because like, you know, once again, being a basketball guy, right? And I we wasn't then one of the two guys I'm going to say we wasn't around ever see him play because we weren't born yet or well, none of us on on this uh, show were born uh, yet but so I, I think about it as Dr. J and then Michael Jordan right people that saw like I think about my father my father has Dr. J holds him high, probably even Jordan right because that was that was their Jordan he's dunking over people you know he's blocking shots whatever like that that was that's their
0: he's cooler than Michael Jordan too he had like yeah a for, for sure for
1: sure then, then then this guy comes out of North Carolina, can you know can basically float in the air. <laughs> the man in the air. He's getting thirty seven in the game, his third season, right? So just like Pat, like just doing, You're yeah, like damn, I've, I've never. He's seen He's got him. everything.
0: He can dribble. He can He can play defense. Yeah, like yeah. oh my
1: god! But it it, it took him seven years <laughs> to get to the finals. Like we we had like we only talk about his career from ninety one to ninety eight. No, like he played from eighty four to three. That 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 19 year that span and then two retirements, that matters. That the, the mm-hmm. whole the whole totality matters. So uh, oh, sorry, context matters, I should say. So um that that's what it yeah. is. And I get it. Listen, Mahomes is a absolute problem to say otherwise, it's like, listen, um, either we don't know what's going on or you don't control. And that's fine. That's cool. Um yeah. but to, it's just like to say that in year three or four, I think he's in year five now said he's already he'd already surpassed brady or even fucking pay, uh payton manning come on no way yeah i'm not a him nah. many guy at all but the stuff that we saw him mean, come on this nah, man put up stupid that. numbers yeah let's get like breeze Everyone, yeah you want to say surpass them i'm with you I'm, I'm he's already yeah he's already better than those guys but he's not better than, than manning or brady right now no yeah, way but you're i mean you're he'll, talking he'll about he'll surpass, man, though. he will surpass them eventually Maybe I mean, but you're talking
0: about those seasons we watch. You know, people have such short memories. We talk about those seasons we watch, like back to back, or nearly back to back, of them dropping fucking forty five plus to the fucking house. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like every week, it was just like dime, 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 and you're just like, okay, I guess this is ridiculous, but this is how it is now. But like the game is completely different. Randy Moss just like running. <laughs> just running and uh, just, like, yeah. looking up every like 10 every 10 seconds there's a new randy miles highlight i swear to god there was times where i couldn't tell him apart where i'd be like wait dude was that i would like come out of the game and i'd come back in and i'd be like oh they're showing this touchdown again and I'd be like oh no it's a new one he scored it's the exact same way it's just by running faster than guys and it's like no my hopes hasn't done anything like that plus no, he's but got a ton of great skill players around him and i'm not sure that early in their careers they had guys on the level of your Tyree oh, not, Kills not cool. and your Travis Kelseys, they,
1: David Gibbons, Jermaine Wickers was now doing radio. Christian Fourier was also. Are you kidding me? Cut it out, Daniel. Yeah, Graham. The, the
0: Pats, the Pats in two thousand one had like had like a, a crafty special teams. You know, like they were they were like chippy. You know, they weren't like the biggest kids on the block. Like when the Kansas City comes to town, everybody's fucking terrified, dude. And it's not just because of Pat Mahomes; it's because of the fucking whole thing that they got going on over there. So.
1: But the thing is, it's, re- it's really just Hill and Kelsey, though. Like, people will make it seem like it's, like, it's, listen, people are not scared. Of yeah, Michael. that's enough, though. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I get I, no, I, I, I you, but it's like, it's really. Yeah. No, but you say that, but, I mean, and we can we can get into that uh, next, but it wasn't enough because as soon as you shut down Hill, there was something else they could do. They shut them down and said And happened. Listen, we'll touch on that shortly, uh, but that's true. And that's what happened. So, Milko uh, Harmon doesn't scare anybody. Uh, Pringle. Hey, these dudes aren't anybody.
0: But to your point about Brady, though, I mean, that's exactly the point, is that like a guy, you get you gotta not be able to throw it to Tyreek Hill and win. You you like if you're Pat Mahomes and you're like trying to get to that level and you're trying to achieve that Zenit and you're trying to beat Tom Brady or beat Tom Brady or be even beat like you said, even beat Peyton Manning or beat Peyton Manning. You know what you gotta do, you gotta find a way to fucking win when Tyreek Hill's not producing. That's just like cause I guarantee you like that that's I mean to to me, you know, people talk about Tom Brady's qualities. To me, the number one far and away, best quality that Tom Brady had, and this is especially true later in his career, is that he could make plays to guys that no other quarterback in the league could make plays to. Right. And I think and he could find guys and make them hit their mark and and run their routes and like, you know, get get their assignments correct to a point where he it was him making the plays. You know what I mean? It was him getting into these guys. And if you watch a different quarterback, he's just not going to be able to do that. And it's
1: not yeah, not not consistently, anyways.
0: No, and I think that Josh Allen has that quality a little bit too. I mean, I know he's got a guy, a lot of guys around him. What I liked about what the Bills did against the the Chiefs is, I mean, obviously that game's out fucking out of control, but they were just like, let's have a shootout. Like they both teams just agreed, like let's have a shootout, and it was probably the greatest shootout I've ever seen, <laughs> to be quite honest with you.
1: Agreed. It it was it was it was on it was on it was
0: insane. It was it was just like I was like just jumping up and down. Like I I've never been like that excited about a game that didn't involve uh one of my own teams. But um, but you know I think they set a good blueprint then to the Bengals, and also I think they're a little mentally scarred going in against the Bengals too. So like there is context um to this kind of stuff, and I and I like that there's teams in the AFC standing up to them. Like no, there's teams not rolling over and being like, yeah, the Chiefs are just going to run the AFC for the next like X amount of years. You know,
1: I wonder who's going to be the Baltimore, right? Because that, listen, yeah, I, I, right. we we'll, we'll, we'll get into this. Maybe it's Baltimore. <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, now, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, maybe we'll be. Maybe we'll be. I kind of like them. Right?
0: I, know, I know, it's I know it's an unpopular opinion on this podcast. Oh, no, but. no,
1: no, you, you and I, no, you and I are the two. But no, that's fine. I, I'm listen. Lamar Jackson can play. The man went down. Yeah, and they didn't win another fucking game. So I, I don't, I don't want to hear it, Mike.
0: Yeah, if, if Lamar Jackson won a Super Bowl, that would be the funnest playoffs any of us have ever watched. Like that, like other than this one, maybe. But like Lamar Jackson on the road to Super Bowl and winning would it would be insane. It Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much shit would happen. Like
0: I wish I was on Discord. oh, my
1: God, oh, I'd be <laughs> writing messages galore because I'm like, that, that is
0: he's so fun to watch. Like, why are you hating on him? He's so fun to watch.
1: Who cares? Like it's because the Patriots fans hate Baltimore. I get that. But.
0: Yeah, he, so he, he was fun. awesome,
1: but yeah, we'll, but we'll see who becomes their Baltimore. Like I said, we do it will be Burrow. Will it be, uh, you know, you know, uh, will it be Allen? Will it be, you know, Herbert eventually, you know, right. who knows? So the, the AFC has set up for years. Um, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe Mac Jones takes a leap. I
0: was going to say, I can't believe you didn't say Mac Jones. I, I feel like
1: he's not, he's not in that he's, he's in the next tier. And it would yeah. be a realistic like, He's in that next year right now. Once again, had a very good rookie season. Um, I think that he he made he was least bounce better by the end of the year than he was. It's understandable too that he faded. I mean, that happens to rookies, right? Like, right? Yeah, exactly. That 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 curve, that curve, that curve was going to happen. This, the the learning curve was there, and actually, he he answered the call many times, and there was plenty of games where he made throws and made plays that if he didn't make those plays and throws, that you know they they wouldn't have been in the position they were in. So,
0: who were you when 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 the draft happened? When the draft happened? And they traded up for Jones. Were you? Oh, they, they,
1: they, they didn't trade. They 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 stayed. They stayed. or long. sorry.
0: Uh, the, when Chicago traded up for um Fields, were you like in Mike's camp, where you were like, "Oh, I wanted Justin Fields," or did you think Mac Jones was going to be better?
1: I wanted Lance. I wanted. Oh, got gotcha, you. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. my guy. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, Lance, Lance was the. Between those two, though, who would you have rather? Oh, I I, I want to trade. Oh, you mean be between Lance and Jones? Well, between, yeah, between your guy at the
0: start and now that you've seen both of their rookie seasons, who would would you would you do the same thing again?
1: I'm definitely riding with Mac now. I, I didn't feel yeah. that way at the beginning. Yeah,
0: maybe Trey Lance looks different in New England though too.
1: Justin Fields will have a bright future. To say otherwise, I think once again, either you don't know what's going on or you want the troll.
0: Yeah. Well, it depends. It depends on on the offense. It depends
1: on the offense that they put together around them. You know what I mean? It's- yeah, they are they, they, they're, they're gonna they're gonna have to. But um, that's e- either way at the quarterback position for the next ten to fifteen years, if everyone stays it's healthy, it's uh is is very bright. It's a good generation. It's a good generation of quarterbacks for sure, and and, and it's, the NFL is in a good spot for sure, except for the racism. Right? Yeah. And, and also, yeah. Exactly. On the field. On the Sorry. field. <laughs> on the field. Yeah. Great. Great point there. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's let's get into the conference uh, championship game. So obviously, um, you know, Cincinnati played, you know, had beat Kansas City, and then uh, the Rams had beat San Francisco. So, um, you know, I mean, we are, we talked a little bit about Joe already a few few uh, moments ago, but you know, what did you learn about him? and What did you learn about that Bengals team uh, as a whole on Sunday?
0: Um, I think you know, like I said, I think there was some context to their win. I I don't, I I didn't think that the Bengals, the way that they won i you know i'm not taking anything from them i really like joe burrow um he's i've become a a very quick fan like a lot of people i think around the nfl watching world um since he's sort of stepped up this season um and you know i feel for the guy too because uh, that i think we all fell for him and we we talked about it a good amount on the show last season that's a tough injury and he was having a good year um yeah, I I think he's super fun. I think he's uh he's got a good head in his shoulders. I like the way he carries himself. I think he he's a really good quarterback. Uh do I think that the Bengals are better than the Chiefs? No. <laughs> I don't, but they're in the Super Bowl so it doesn't really fucking matter. Um do I think that they're going to be um do I think that they're going to beat the Rams? I I do. I do think that they're going to beat the Rams. Uh because I I I Yeah, I like it. I think it's just been like this quarterback war this season Eh. and like a lot of crazy shit has gone down in the in the postseason and especially in these conference championship games that we're you know we're talking about now um and the round before it too is also fucking bananas but uh i I just feel like it's it's in in its purest form a lot of these games have come down to who has the better quarterback and like a very pure sense this season um and i think there's been a lot of cool quarterbacks to like kind of follow And to me, like Stafford has just been a bad guy since the start because I'm like, I'm just so mad he's going to the Super Bowl because he's just like, he's just not that good. He's just not that fucking good. Like he's not that guy. And if he wins the Super Bowl, it's to me, it's going to be Eli level. Um, It's going to be an Eli level ring, which is, it was asterisk. He he put put a better number than Eli though. Sure. But I think that, the let's be honest here, and I'm not trying to sound bitter because I know I hate Stafford, but he's here he's here because of the most boneheaded defensive call of the entire playoffs. And maybe I can't think of all of them, but the most boneheaded defensive call of the last, like maybe 10 playoffs. Um, Cooper cup has the season. He has where like, I, I can't think of a wide receiver who I would have rather had this seat. Like if, like, you know, fantasy wise, just like, just putting up numbers. I don't know who you'd rather have than Cooper cup this season, just on the math. Right. So, why are you letting him go single coverage over the top with the fucking game on the line after your quarterback, who's also happens to be like we just talked about the greatest of all time, just like dug you out of a fucking hole in one of the best playoff comebacks of all time, and then you just let Matt Stafford of all people like throw over your fucking head? Like, aren't you embarrassed? Like, and they it wasn't even their only bad call of that game like, on on the defensive side of the ball. It's like, dude, please just put you guys on Cooper Cup. Like, please just put two fucking guys on Cooper Cup at the end of the goddamn game. Like, what?
1: Why are you trying to be? Why you trying to be fancy, bro? Like, <laughs> like I don't understand. Just put two fucking guys on it. Of- but, that, but that doesn't it? And really, in any Super Bowl run, so whether it's a New England run, whether it's you know when when Chicago uh, went back in 06, yeah, yeah. like it's it's some luck has to be involved. Sure. Some sure. some stupid players on the other team's behalf has to sure. be involved. So, um, I don't I don't hold that against. I mean, I, I it, 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 it it serves your point, but it it, it doesn't it doesn't make it. To me, it doesn't take away from what they've been able to do. Um, yes, I know they got there with Jared Goff. I, I get that. Um, but to me, it's not even close. I feel like to me, the impact was was much better. And obviously, as, as we saw what happened in. Okay, he's better than Jared Goff. I'll admit no, that. no, right. But I'm, <laughs> I'm saying, but it's like when you make that swap, it was like it really was Super Bowl of bust for them um, because they have everything else there.
0: It did seem like a good, very, very good fit when the trade happened. It seemed that, like there was some, um, there was some pixie dust about it a little bit. I, I agree.
1: I mean, yeah, but I mean, but when you when you have you know you know your guy Leonard Floyd, when you have um, you know Aaron Donald, when you have Ramsey, you know, obviously you had you had Robert Woods before he, he went down and got injured, um, and obviously with the addition of OBJ, who. Was nothing but a model citizen there in L.A. Von Miller, you add on to the defense.
0: That was a great move too. That was risky and it paid off
1: for sure. So I think that that's where they realized like, look, we we have to go for broke right now. Like we we have we have a window. You know this 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 core has been to the to the Super Bowl. We're looking to get there again. We got to compete with Tampa Bay. We got to compete with you know the other powers in, in, in the NFC. So. Listen, they, 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 they capitalized. I mean, listen, I'm, um, and I've, I've said it on the show. Um, I said, like I said, I'll say this. I, I wanted Stafford in New England. I, I thought, I think that he could play. I really do. Um, the numbers, the numbers were consistent throughout. Yes. You're, you're going to make bad plays when you play in a franchise where if you don't play well, you're not even, you're, it's not even close. You play well, you've got a chance. If you don't play well, it's over. You got nothing else around you. Um, is going to contribute to to winning, and I, I and I think I said it on on the show last week, but it was so it was so funny uh, that play that you're talking about where Antoine Winfield got um got burned. It was so fitting that Sue was the guy that was running towards Matthew Stafford. I thought I thought that was just so fitting, like that. I, I, I said, oh, they they might actually go to the Super Bowl, but I'm just like I don't. I mean, I, I didn't, and to me, I'm like they're going to to me they were going to beat the Packers. They was going to beat the Packers.
0: Yeah, well, you knew the Packers were gonna crash out because, like,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they, yeah, they was gonna be at. So I was, I was, I was I wasn't even concerned as, as they got there, but yeah, um, I said, wow, I said, this, 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 this is crazy. But I, I hear you. Um, there definitely was some loser, uh, mentality moments for sure in Detroit. I, I, am not, I'm not just, I'm not gonna sit here anything. I just think Jared Goff would have made that throw. I mean, he probably wouldn't have made all the throws to get them
0: there in the first place, but that throw, that last one
1: but Gurley was still a major part of their office when he went a few years ago. So I feel like it was a lot of check down Charlie to, to, to Gurley. Sure, But I'm
0: saying if he's in that situation and he sees Cooper cup, I would make that fucking pass. I would make, I, that I, would, I would, I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, it was the easiest throw ever. It wasn't like the most special throw you've ever seen though. You know what I mean? It wasn't like Stafford it was like, Matt not Stafford not magic. I know, but it's it was like, just, he just dropped it into him. Like it was they're playing fucking catch. In the fucking backyard, the
1: coverage was non-existent. Make him work for it. Right. No, let, let's 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 continue with that, right? So remember a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl, Jimmy G had a has a similar throw. If he hits Emmanuel Standards in, in his chest, it's ball game. And Jimmy G had there was no there was nothing around him, but palm trees and and you know, everyone he to get a chance to get lemonade, he got a, he could have got a sandwich, all that. <laughs> I remember Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy G. <laughs> Jimmy G throws it, overthrows Emmanuel Sanders. It's it, it basically. That's all she wrote. That's the ballgame. All, all she wrote. So you still got to make the throw. Yes. What, the difficulty the, or the degree of difficulty matters. Um, and it wasn't easy to throw, but you still got to make it. And the fact, that, like that you made it. And like I said, Sue was running at him. It wasn't like he was just. He you know stopped. what it
0: reminded me of? Honestly, it's, it's like it's it, it reminded me of the kind of heartbreak that like an EA sports made game can bring into your life, like a FIFA or a Madden (laughs) where like, you you you're like it's just that those games, like they just don't reward you for the kind of hard work that Tom Brady put in on the drives to get his team into winning position and the plays that he made. And he like made those like 10 plays. And how many times have you been playing a Madden, a Madden game where you work your ass off to like get up by three, but it's Madden. So there's like 36 seconds left on the clock, and some motherfucker's just gonna make like a very easy pass over your head because like your guys don't do what you tell them to do, <laughs> and then it's just bloated. you just want to kill yourself.
1: It happens to me, man. Happens to me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was, this is this is when Philadelphia was good back in the day. Um, on Madden, so just like the McNabs, Pinkston. See, it's so painful you remember. Yeah, yeah. Like a McNabb <laughs> level Madden defeat. This 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 is you know the, the Westbrook Deuce daily days. You know these guys were a problem on on, on Madden, and you know so I'm, I'm I'm throwing it all over, baby. I'm 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 getting I'm like I'm getting yards here, yards there, and then yeah, um you know playing against the Rams and he had he, he, yeah, he had Russell fall back there returning kicks and he he ran back on me with five seconds left. I almost I almost that, I almost threw that TV out there. It was a team like oh that. Had crazy. I I was finishing out the window. I was so mad. I was, oh I oh was my so God! Mad. That's so
0: upsetting. That's so upsetting. I feel I'm upset for you.
1: Yeah. I, oh God. Listen. It uh, uh, Yeah. I, yeah. Nobody Ooh.
0: knows the pain unless you've been there, dude.
1: Yeah. I, 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 the yeah. Pain. So.
0: So me, you, and Tom Brady, basically, me, you, and Tom Brady are on the same boat.
1: Uh, we're basically the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, exactly. But. Um. Let's. Let, let's. I want to go back to San Francisco, right? So obviously. Um, you know they they were the losers. Um, you know Jimmy G didn't play well. Uh, Debo was he's mid. You see, he's he's a, he see, he is a, he is a problem. He's, he's mid, yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, have we seen the end of Jimmy G in uh at San Francisco? And where, where do you think he goes?
0: Um, I mean, uh, I think it's fair to say he's not going to get it done there, right? I think that's kind of fair. Yeah. Um, I would love. I'm I'm glad Mac Jones had the season season that he had because like the conversations about Jimmy G coming back to New England were just getting so incessant. It's like. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe Bill Belichick can get that kind of stuff out of his game, maybe. But like at this point, you got your guy, so I don't think we should entertain that possibility anymore. Um, I don't think you, I don't think you draft obviously the way that you draft if you're San Francisco, if you're like planning to keep Jimmy G for much longer. Um, and I, you know, if you believe in your drafting, I think. You get your guy in there, and you use the salary that because you paid him a rookie QB salary. You use the the salary that you freed up with a Jimmy Garoppolo, um, and you try and get him some skill guys, and you try and build a team. I think, I think they're young enough. I think they have enough like uh, good offensive players to like start that process. And I just don't think San Francisco are going to get it done. I mean, do you disagree? Do you, do you think as they're currently constituted, they're they're going to come back stronger next year with him at quarterback? I don't think so. I mean this this was kind of an
1: improbable run for them. Like they got hot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Pot. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they were they were what going into actually matter of fact it's how it's, it's ironic. I think going into the Cincinnati game <laughs> is when, you know, they th season turned around. So um I wish it's week fourteen. So, you know, they're six to seven, they end up winning out there. And actually they, they won out. They won out to go 10 to 10 seven. And um, so I said, okay, you know, this might be a team that, you know, no one wants to face. And that's what happened because they, they beat two teams that then they should have lost. To. They were
0: that coming to the playoffs. That's fair enough. You know, I, I think we all said that, yeah.
1: You know, Elijah Mitchell was great. Um, you know, Debo Samuel is...
0: I felt so bad for him. I, I felt so bad
1: for him. He tried his ass off, dude. Yeah, he was awesome. I, I think, uh, and speaking about pain, like, it, it's, it's pain watching him dominate out there. And this bum, Nikhil Harry, still has a job in the NFL. I oh, know that's bad. It's just, it's, it's just, it, there's, there's no bigger pain that I feel. Like, like I, I will, I, I will scream, or not even scream. I will cry tears of joy when I hear dun <laughs> and up, dun and up. The only pictures ever re- released Nikhil Harry after two seasons in <laughs> New England. Um, and I'll say, emergency pod, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> emergency pod, I could think. Cause he got released. Thank God he got released. You know, um, but yeah, like yeah, Debo was awesome. But yeah, I think you know, like I said, they have to continue to build through the draft. Because I'm not sure, even though it's California, people are not flocking to San Francisco. I think there's a. I think there was a, a sort of a. It was very helpful for their
0: franchise to make it as far as they did. I think hey. there was a sort of, a certain sense in the in the news media and in, in kind of fan interactions of like, oh yeah, we like having the San Francisco Forty ers be good. You know, I, I think there's just sort of a consensus. If you don't, if you're not a direct rival with them, I think they're. I don't know. I their uniforms are cool, and they had Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, and they're involved in a lot of cool highlights. Uh, yeah. When you're watching like old football footage, um, it's a cool city, and uh, it's in the state I live in, so it's all you know. I know a few people that are happy when they're good. Um, I mean, obviously, I want the Bears to be better, <laughs> but I, I, it's, 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 you know, it, it didn't. I, I, you know, and then there was the, when they were good in our era as well. You know, when they had um, when they had the Warren Saps of the world, um, and like they were, you know, they were still kind of knocking around, and they've been gone for the last few years trying to build something. Um, and I think they have a good young team, and I think if they just like commit to that youth, I think there's and like you said, build through the draft. I think I think the future is bright for them, and I think it was good PR for the franchise as a whole.
1: Yeah, I mean, I said that the NFC West is, is scary, so it's like trade trade less better. Trade trade less better develop, because if not, <laughs> um, but, but sometimes that's
0: where the best uh the best QBs are made. You know what I mean? When there's team... Oh
1: team. sure, but I mean Kyler, Kyler Murray's ready. Um like I said obviously, you know, I mean Stafford's obviously the well no. Uh I know uh Russell Wilson's older than I think than
0: I don't think he's gonna be there next season.
1: No, I, I don't I don't I don't think so, think so either. I got
0: a weird feeling about that. I think he's gonna go. I like I feel like he's gonna go to like Miami or something.
1: Yeah, maybe he goes there, maybe you know, um you know, maybe you guys give him a call. <laughs> Who knows?
0: I don't know. Just you gotta play Justin Fields. You gotta try to make something. Maybe, of him, if,
1: right? you, if you get Russ, you know it's not, it's not like it's not, it's not, it's not like he's, he's forty one. <laughs> he's only thirty three. So does it know. make Justin
0: Fields better? Does it make him better?
1: It should. Yeah, it should. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Um, once again, I mean, granted, I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers is not the best example, but the fact that he got he got a chance to sit behind very far for three years. That right. absolutely helped his career, and the family. Yeah. If he wasn't say otherwise, I'm like you're lying. Of course, yeah. So it, it it helps. So you know, I think a year or two under Russ would would be cool. But I, I at the same time, if they want to stop that clock now and getting you know fields out there, um, or any other young quarterback that's in the NFL, um, out there, I I totally, you know, un- understand. But yeah, I think Miami probably would be, um, that that place. I think you know those days of Seattle are are, are over. Yeah, so. seems like it. Right, but yeah, any 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 last words on 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 the on the title games before we get into uh, that Celtics talk? Who you got? Who do you have? Who do you have for the Super Bowl? You you think the? I'm I'm going with the Rams. Like I said, I, I think the Bengals are the better story. Yeah, it for sounds short. like
0: it. Sounds like it. I love that. Yeah. Can't, I can't wait to chat with you on Super Bowl. Oh, oh yeah,
1: for, for sure. It's, it's going yeah, we we to be great. I'm glad we have this conversation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, not that we have a recorder, It's going to be out everywhere, right? But <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah.
0: all over the TikTok that Craig is uh, cultivating. Oh, my gosh. A Listen, worldwide phenomenon. Crushing it. Crushing it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're becoming a phenomenon overnight. I, you, you, you just love to see it. Okay, <laughs> overnight. It's taking forever.
0: <laughs> They've been talking to each other in the microphones for like two Better part of two decades.
1: <laughs> it it'll be our, our TikTok will grow a lot faster if we had a girl on the show that could shake it a little bit. But unfortunately, you know, we are. We are. That's
0: why we've been telling you to sex it up a little bit, Craig. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. kill you to put some lipstick on. <laughs> Jesus Christ, never take me anywhere nice anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't love me like you used to. <laughs> oh my God! Remember when we first right, got yeah. together? The
0: sparks were flying.
1: Right. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. All right, so well. well that being said, let, let let's get into some selfless talk, man. So, um, you know, we kind of started <laughs> yeah. we, we prematurely brought it up because we were so excited that they have actually played. I know, you know but yeah, coming so now, you know, obviously we are now at the beginning of February, but uh, last month they closed on a on a on a great note. They went ten and six, um, and now they're currently three games over five hundred for the first time all season. So yeah, you know what what started to go right in your opinion, um, you know, for the Celtics team. Um, you know,
0: I don't want to say I thought that they were kind of there, They're about to like how to win, but like obviously it was a mentality issue. Like obviously the first thing that needed to be addressed from the middle of last season, maybe even a little bit before that, um, till now was uh leadership, mentality, decision making, all the stuff that exists sort of in the mind of a basketball team, the hive mind of a basketball team. I thought was was just wrong, um, and it seems like. I, it seems like to me, basically all we know is what we're kind of hearing from the locker room, you know, but, and, and I think we're, we've been sort of oversaturated, with Celtics locker room messages over the last two years where it's like, no, we got together. It's going to be fine. There's been a lot of that. So like, it's more of like i I'll believe it when I see it type thing. But I did like um, that last week. I think it was last week that it was Al Horford was the one to come out and be like, you know, Jalen Brown's really emerging as a leader in the, in the locker room. And he's like, really like taking control of the, of the uh, inspiration of the team and like trying to get the guys locked in. Um, I'm paraphrasing of course, but I like that it was Al because Al's like not going to just tell tales out of school. You know, if he's saying that he's saying it for a reason. Um, So I think mentality wise, they've got it a little bit locked in. I think we're starting to realize like what personnel um, can produce on the floor in as the team is currently constituted and which ones can't Uh, case in point. I was a fan of Schroeder when he came in. I know Celtics Twitter immediately turned on him um and it looks like he's on his way out the door uh so uh, you know it didn't work out it would uh, i i agree that it didn't work out i think he'll be successful role player somewhere else i don't know if this is the team for him um i still think yeah it's nice that things are starting to go right but well let me let me throw the question to you back to you do you think that are you happy with the personnel still i I feel like there's
1: some wholesale changes that needs to still be made so Maybe not wholesale. I think, yeah, you know, I felt like wholesale changes early on. I felt that way. Um yeah. I think now maybe it's more of a minor tweak. I wanted to trade everybody multiple
0: times this season. I wanted to trade every single
1: member of them. <laughs> so, I I, yeah. I feel you. Um, but to, to answer the question I asked you about, you know, what is the on right? Um, I just think it's the maybe the reemergence of Tatum Brown. Um, because usually it's either it's either, it's either or. Right now, yeah, yeah. they're both saying we're the two best players on the floor. You cannot guard us. And right. it's about time. And it's almost like they had to realize it because it's like sometimes you could feel it. They
0: were playing together. They weren't spreading the floor, the way that they can spread the floor. They cause they're right. both long and they're both quick. And like Jalen Brown makes really crafty runs like th- you know, behind the basket and mm-hmm. like through lanes. And Tatum is like so dangerous everywhere he goes. So they they can complement each other, you know, if they if they try, if they learn to play like that. Now now we're
1: seeing that though. I think now be-
0: inability to stay on the floor. Is an issue when it comes to that. The
1: health, health health is always going to be a factor, um, but to me, the number with them is is the five. Is five, right? And when I said what I mean by that is a five assists or more. Uh, I think the I think it was uh, last time they get Charlotte um, as we recorded this on a Thursday. Like they, I think Tatum had nine assists. Brown had six. I'm looking for
0: eight. Eight assists from Jason Tatum. That's what. That's my number. That's my magic number for that's him. on
1: the higher end. I don't see that happening all the time. I, well, that's Maybe the that's the
0: goal. It. That's the playmaking goal. I want Jason Tatum to get to you. know, I'm not asking for Rajon Rondo like double digit assist numbers every single night. I'm asking for, like, on the higher end, and and if and if your scoring is in the twenty three to twenty six range, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's OK. Like, that's the complete package of Jason Tatum to me. And like, yeah, he, can, can he go for for 30 or 40 or 50 or 60? Sure. But like, just go out there and like be a problem, be the problem that I know you can be. And I think that he's still trying to find his identity in that regard a little bit more. But I think he's going the right way. I mean, we've been talking about him, him improving his playmaking for the last three
1: seasons. Yeah. and I, But I think now it's like it's starting to find a click, right? Um, I agree. Getting those assists. Yeah, has been great. And I, that, yeah. that that to me has been the biggest transition for me with him. Um, same thing with Jalen Brown, right? I think they both have to work on the handle still because there's too many times when, you know, they get through the lane. And I do think defenders are a little bit more aggressive with them and, and they're not getting the call they should get So, you know? I mean, I just, I
0: think, I think it's their finishing in, in general. And I still think that we're a little skewed away from how often I'd like both of them to be going to the basket yeah. and I you know and I know I've been banging this fucking drum for and it's getting annoying probably at this point but um, a, a presence like even Robert Williams in the way that he is sort of been amazing been been playing this sort of stretch big role very athletically the kind of the thing that we wanted to see from him basically Um, he's it seems like he's in 10 places at once defensively I really I have been enjoying it but I, I need someone because I see it happen in flashes with Warford's on the floor I need somebody to sort of clear the lane for those guys a little bit more. You know, I, I, I find that we're we're we've so lacked underneath the basket a presence. I mean, listen, I, I, this isn't the A&E biography channel, but I grew up on the kind of basketball where I was just watching Shaquille O'Neal just shove his ass into other players and they would go flying. And that didn't just open up things for Shaquille O'Neal. You know what I mean? That opened up things for the Dwayne Wades and the Coy Bryants of the world to make plays in the areas where those guys no longer were, you know? You can have a battering ram down there. Still, so I think it still works. I just think that maybe the body shape of the guy who's doing it looks a little bit different in today's NBA. And like his skill set is a little bit different. Um, but I, I maintain that if Shaq had ever gone to the gym, he might have like shot over like a 53% free throw shooting. So, right. it, you know, whatever. But I, I don't think he needed to in that, in that iteration of the game. But I think it's very possible now. And I just, I want that guy still because I think he's going to make those two guys better.
1: So in other words, we need Giannis.
0: I mean, that would be, that would be an ideal. For, I'm not saying we get Prime Shack or Giannis, but but there's guys out there. You know, there's guys out there that I think, uh, like my, like the Miles Turners of the world. I think that was just a very upsetting. Not getting him is like still sort of upsets me because I just think, yeah, you know, like the Jared Allens of the world. You know, I I don't need huge numbers from these guys. I just need like a little bit of playmaking presence down low so that they can we can play a little bit of in and out ball. You know, and I think because I think that to me is where they look the best, where they, they go in and out and they make plays. And I know we harped on this early Brad Stevens sort of basketball, but like I have seen those guys succeed in that kind of system. And now that we're now that they've developed into the kind of players that they you know, they're kind of the most mature version of themselves at this point, Um, not like athletic prime or anything, but like that we can see what their games look like and they're they're skewing in the right direction. I want to see them take it upon themselves to be the playmakers that I know that they can be and not necessarily have to rely on a system or running plays or making passes and I think that's they sort of outgrew Brad in that way you know where they were like well we want to be able to sort of like be the guys that can go and figure it out on the on the on the floor um and I and I do think this coaching staff is sort of letting them do that a little bit more and I think it might take a little patience but it doesn't take much for me to be optimistic about the Celtics, you know. Like I, I like I like when they play well. I still watch when they don't, and it's very it's some of those losses were just like very upsetting to watch. But you know, there's moments. There's always moments. I'm pretty much done with Marcus Smart though. I hate to say
1: it. he he's he's actually played a lot. He's he's actually played a lot better, honestly, lately. His bad
0: cop is like is so frustrating to me that like
1: yeah, but I mean he's but I think what he what he's finally realized, like, look, okay, if I'm not taking the shots and I'm getting anything between five to ten assists, which he's been doing lately, like sure. that's the formula for them to be all successful because he's the guy that's gonna get them into the offense. You know, um, it looks like his defense is back. So maybe it was a health thing too. Like, yeah, that, that that that's the biggest thing with him. So, um, and every now and then he's gonna do like what he did last night. I think he had eighteen last night. Like every now and then he's gonna have those moments where he gets eighteen to twenty points. He's like, Okay, cool um but i was i could you know, always see him as the kind of guy where like in a play
0: like i i like marcus smart in the foxhole in a playoff series you know what i mean i like the idea of marcus smart in a foxhole yeah. in a playoff series and, and the kind of guy that he is it's just that when i i haven't loved how he's been when things go wrong i, I you know i i don't know if he's the guy to like really unite the scene when things are going wrong i think he's he's a good kind of engine guy when things are going right um but like, if he ever thinks he needs to pull you out of a situation, like you're in for a long night, you know, and it's just yeah. like that—that's the kind of stuff that's like been a little bit tough for me and frustrating. But I do agree that his defenses look better lately, and like that's what I want from him. That's all I really want
1: from him is to for him to play D, you know, defense, and then you know the the appropriate playmaking. But I will say, I think the turning point for him, um, and I want to get into some trade deadline stuff before we get out of here. But um, I think the it was I think it was a game in Orlando the season when. You know, Tatum came to the podium, and you know they had asked him about what Marcus Smart said. He was like, "Look, like I know how the fuck to fucking play basketball." Like, you know, I, th- I think that I think that was the moment there was like, "Look, you are a teammate, you are a leader, you are you are an awesome person, awesome player." But, you know, to to say what you said about us um, publicly, like that, that's not going to work. We handle shit internally. You know, you do your part. I do my part to help us contribute. Uh, you know, to contribute to wins, and 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 then we go from there. So I think yeah. from that moment on. Like I said, he's been they, I think they went to Miami like the next time they, they smacked Miami down there. So they um you know, I think that was a turning point man. man. You know, for some reason, you know, Marcus seems to listen to him more than he's listened to Brad uh lately. So uh in the last few seasons. So
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, do you think it's the coaching staff like just getting him to make better decisions? Do you think that's what it is? Because if that's what it is, I could see it as being a more permanent thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean they gave they gave him that contract, so I feel like he will be here.
0: Yeah, you know. Well, I know, I know. I, I mean, sure, he'll be here, but I mean, like, I can see his playing like this as a more permanent thing, as opposed and I, to.
1: And and if that's the case, we're, we're in business. Cause that, that's 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 really good for this. But team, if it's just
0: him, if it's just him and what he feels like, you know, trick or treat, what he feels like at this given moment, then I, I don't know how sustainable it is. But if it is the coaching staff, if, and you think it's the coaching staff, then great. If he's listening to the coaches and he's playing the way they want him to play, because he was not fucking listening to Brad Stevens at the end. He was the guy who was. Listening to Brad the least, and none of them were listening to Brad. But he was really not listening to Brad, like extra.
1: <laughs> right, I- I- exactly. But um, so obviously, you know, we're we're in February, so that that's trade season in in the NBA. So, um, you know, I think it's going to happen probably right before, or might, might might be after the uh, All Star break. So, um, you know, this would be the last thing we touch on before we talk about But early February, usually, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Either way, it's 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 it's, it's approaching, right? So what um. Mm-hmm. Who, who are some targets you have in mind um, that you think can give an immediate impact? Um, I don't know. I don't know who I want to, to make an immediate
0: impact right now. I'm not really sure we need to be really making a trade at this point. When we get all that money from Al's expiring stuff in his contract <laughs> in, the, in the summer, I feel like let him play this out the way that they're kind of currently constituted. Like I wouldn't mind a, a couple of smaller moves. And like you heard the same thing about Schroeder, right? Like he's definitely going or gone already.
1: I mean, I, I know, I know they're they're looking to get something, uh, you know, back after you know, you know, they're trying to get something back from Uh, the, the name that's been thrown around a lot has been uh, Troy Brown Jr. from um from Chicago.
0: Yeah, that'd be fine. I mean, that's nothing.
1: That's not that's nothing. Like, right? Home, home about you know, that's 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 not enough though. Like, that's yeah. not enough. Now they talked about Norman Powell from Portland also in the deal. I said, now you're telling me you're going to get Norman Powell and the Trevor and like you could get that. You get both of those guys to come here. Like that, <laughs> now now we can do something. Now that's the guy yeah. that gets eighteen off the bench. You feel
0: like we have to throw something else in there? Do you think we would have to throw something else? Um, in I if mean, hell,
1: yeah, to... hey, if you want to take Smith and Lankford, for cool, take them. Like, see, see you later. Like, they, they yeah, we're obviously shopping now. Right? And yeah, of course. They, 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 they have to be involved in any deal that they, they do. Probably, um, you know, like I, said, I, I, I think Romeo will flourish somewhere else. I really do. I just think that it just, it just wasn't working or hasn't worked here. You know what? You know what team he'd be great on? Uh, he'd play really well on like the Hornets yeah yeah actually yeah he would I mean, that's become Celtic South um, all of a yeah. sudden obviously with all those guys that we had uh, down there yeah I think he'd, he'd be great down there
0: and the contributions they ask for from the guard position is just like exactly what Romeo can do like off the bench for you and I just think he w- he'd be playing with the right guys and- totally agree Yeah. And I just think it's like he's not, he's not like the problem with this fucking city, you know, specifically in basketball. It's like if you're not a good fit, you're not a good fit. There's like nothing. It just is what it is. (laughs) You know what I mean? I do, I agree. I think he's got still got a lot of potential. I've been done with them here in Boston for quite some time.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, I I mean, I said, I I know for me, obviously, Harrison Barnes has been, you know, he's, he's been, he's become the new Larry Fitzgerald. You know, remember Larry Fitzgerald was supposed to come to the Patriots for like a million years and that never happened. Um, yeah. Harrison Barnes is becoming that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I actually got a chance to meet him last week uh, when the oh, Kings came cool. into town. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Yo, shout out to USC." He was like, "Yes, sir." I want to be like, hope to see you soon," but I couldn't say that in front of the culture staff. But <laughs> trade. get a trade. <laughs> I was just, I was like, a- like, "Hey, I was like, you know, consider to have a healthy season, man." How do you like the stadium? And I, I was definitely trying to recruit. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, you know, we do around here. I'm like, yo, yeah, yeah. You, know, you can do this. You can do that. I'm like, you know, you can hey, request a trade. <laughs> you know, just you know, little, little stuff like that, Harrison. You know, wh- listen, whatever you want to do, man. You know, you can, yeah. you, know, you you can achieve it right here. We got we got the best clam whatever you want. Harrison. We got the best clam chowder. Over the No. yeah. You'll make do. You focus on basketball, twenty four seven. No it.
0: distractions. No distractions.
1: <laughs> exactly. So you know. <laughs> You know, it's cold in me. the
0: wintertime, and sometimes when they have some coat layers on, you could kind of convince yourself. But like, it is what it is.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I Have a lot of character. They've all got a lot of
1: character. Let's tell you what. I'll tell you what's on their Ooh, mind. That, yeah, exactly. A lot of character development, right? Harrison Barnes, like I said, Norman Powell, um, you know, obviously, even someone like Rashawn Holmes is also in Sacramento. I think he's someone that could be a really good fit here. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like um, him. Honestly, this, and this is kind of out-of-the-box name, but this, this is not a name that's been out there. Um, I just think that he's kind of calmed down, so he he would be able to help us, actually. is uh, It's actually JaVale McGee. I think JaVale McGee would be awesome here. I would love that. I would love that for obvious reasons. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying? I am I, I listen, he's come a long way from the sack in the food days like he managed re- really agree. well. So, um I would I would love to have someone like him here in in the city of Tobacco Rob. Um 100%. Yeah, but you you need you need that type of guy. But yeah, who knows? Maybe they go get a stretch for, maybe they talk to Houston about I would getting like
0: that too.
1: Um Christian Wood and Eric Gordon maybe are the mm, I, don't like, I don't like Eric Gordon. Well, I mean, Eric Gordon is older, but it's like you know someone that can get you fifteen to twenty when you know someone's struggling offensively. That, that's more of the support. same.
0: That's more of the same stuff, to kind of trash we've been bringing off the bench for the last few years. Don't you think?
1: Like, yeah, I, I mean, that's 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 that could that could be true. But I mean, if you're if you're attaching Christian Wood to that, who, when you talked, you, you you made your point about Horford saying that you know we've seen it a few times with Horford, like we would see a lot more Christian Wood on the floor because he's someone that can shoot the three. He's he's going to rebound really well. Um, What's his I mean,
0: contract look like? Do you know?
1: Three years, 42 mil. So basically it'd be the same numbers out next year. So you could do yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you want to do Al Horford, Neesmith, Lankford for those two, like I, I'd do it. You know, I, I'd be right there at Logan with a sign saying, you hey, got to save money on
0: that. Don't you have to save money on that Orford contract? You have to, right? You like, that's the whole point. Yeah, you, you, of, you, that's you why got, we you gotta got it.
1: Move on eventually, you know, yeah. um, I mean, I know we want the sister on the show. Um, you know, that that is, just, that is a change. but What <laughs> business? Man. It's just business. <laughs> we, we got pissing yeah, all yeah. the fucking <laughs> women of Boston. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But Save bus- me, Craigulus. Business Save business me This is business. Save me. Uh, Definitely <laughs> cut that part out, though. I didn't even mean it. I was just being an L.A. snub. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's all good. So we'll call to on that before we get in any more trouble. So for for DK sizzle, I'm Hollywood Ray. This has been another episode of Missional Point, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Electric acid. Electric
0: acid. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast
1: Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electricast. Electricast. acid. Electric acid. Electric acid.